Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, and I hope <laughs> I hope everybody can hear me. Um, this is Tossie with MGM Radio. I don't know what happened. It seemed like um, the phone disconnected. So we are live, and let me see if I can play the intro. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Block Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Yay. <laughs> Technology, I swear. <laughs> you know, one thing about our show, and thank you for tuning in. Today is Monday, July 11th. Um, and if our guests our esteemed guests can hear me, press one. Um, but today is Monday, July 11th, and, you know, I always tell people our show is live. We don't fake it. We It's live, our guests, everything. Our show has been on now for a couple of years with the number one show on Blog Talk Radio with over 30,000 listeners all across the globe. Um, we're so happy to report, for those of y'all who listened to the Louisiana mom, um, she was a guest on our show, Shaquana Spears, um, about a week ago now, and you can go to MGM Radio. Um, basically, she was arrested in Louisiana for, you know, beating her kids after they burglarized the neighbor's home. Well, of course, we've been in contact with her and just really helping her through the journey and sharing her story. She started with $2,500 gold. I told her personally to up that to five, ten thousand. 10000 Do you know, as of yesterday, she was over $12,000 raised. People heard about her on our show. They tweeted. They listened. And we're so happy. We are so happy for Shaquana Spears, who always listens to to the show. So if you're listening, Shaquana, we love you. And we're so happy, MGM Radio. That's what we're about, spreading information. So last week's show was amazing. Thank you again to our guests last week for tuning in and, and sharing with us about fashion and profit. Um, and today we are going to be talking to Erica Green-Smith, the founder of Exposed. I love it, ex dash Posed, like exposed. I love it. Um, and we are really, really, um, like I said last week when we chatted about the whole um, what's going on in the world today, we need hope and inspiration. Um, for those of you who don't live in America that listen to our show, there's just been a lot of racial tension in America and, you know, some things that have happened that we need to pray about. And so today's show, we're going to be talking about, you know, Erica, her personal journey, you know, from trauma and pain to healing and hope. And like I always tell our guests and our listeners, I hope you can, whether you listen to the replay because it's recorded live, I hope you can, you know, learn from the show and hopefully it will help and inspire you. So before we get started and I introduce our guests, 
we got to pay some bills. So we'll be back in less than a minute with Erica Green-Smith. Thanks. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Growing up today, many children don't get the encouragement they need to feel important, empowered, and loved. Author J.L. Hunt has put together two beautifully written books titled Beautiful Boy and Beautiful Girl to help children build a positive self-concept and self-esteem in a colorful, stirring way. These books are a precious gift to any special child in your life. Available on Amazon.com. For more information, visit Hunt'sClubhouse.com. Yes. Okay, we are live. I was just talking with my producer during the commercial, and we were like, we don't even want to turn on the TV. We don't want to see any any more pain. Um, so today's guest, Erica Green-Smith, um, she's a wife, she's a mother, a sister, a friend. She founded Exposed to help spread the message of hope and inspiration, a single mother for 22 years. Her determination and optimism carried her through the good, and the bad. Now she's here to help those around her share her truths and share their unique story with the world. Drawing from her personal struggles, her message of hope provides a safe space for others to share their tales of triumph and tragedy. And I love, love, love this. The purpose of Expose is to encourage others to achieve their dreams. Okay, her poetry has appeared in Purple Sparks, and she's here to help and take on the world with the support of her husband, Cedric, her children, and their loyal dog, Rocco. Without further ado, let's welcome our guest, Erica Green-Smith to MGM Radio. Hi, Erica, you are live. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, yay, <laughs> I, I, don't know I know the beginning. Go ahead. No, I, I'm just so honored to to be here and be a part of the show, and I thank you for the opportunity. Oh, you're so welcome. I don't know if you were. I was just going to say if you were on the beginning of the show, I was like, oh, MG Live Radio. But let's get started, please. Why don't you kind of like share your story, like. How, what made you create the blog, the online Exposed? Sure. You know, I have always um, journaled uh, just off and on throughout my life. I would write any time that I was going through something uh, that was challenging. I thought a good way for me to express myself was through writing. And over the last few months, I've had some changes in my life that gave me an opportunity to have more time to write. And I thought, you know what, I am just going to create a platform where I can continue to write, share my real life story, um, how I was able to get through things, and then give people an opportunity to share their stories as well. And so um, Exposed is uh, that platform where I use it to encourage and inspire people, no matter what they're going to going through, to just continue to persevere. 
Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, when you talk about your personal journey, can you maybe share a story from your personal, you know, where you experienced trauma or pain, and how did you use that story to, you know, get healing and hope? Sure. You know, one of the things, uh, there are several things uh, you mentioned previously that I was a single mother for 22 years, uh, just recently, about four months ago, got married. So I definitely have a lot of stories being a single parent, how, um, you know, you face trials, whether that's financial or uh, just time, managing your time. Um, But I will say one of the biggest just one of the biggest obstacles or traumas that have happened in my life. And actually today uh, was Mark two years, six months ago, uh, my sister passed away unexpectedly. And uh, that was something that definitely rocked my family's world uh, during that time. She has a, at the time my nephew was 17, uh, still in high school and he came to live with me. And so there was a lot of adjustments that had to be made as well as trying to digest the fact that, um, you know, my sister was gone. And so it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster. But through that, um, I've been able to share my story. It's one of the stories that I blogged about. It was one of the featured blogs as well. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear about that. You know, another lady who was on our show, the founder of Shampoo Mate, um, which is a, 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 a product that she used for washing hair, she was on our show as a guest, and she talked about that her sister passed away, and it was just such a traumatic, I mean, it, it just messed up with her, her, herself, her business. So, wow. That is a really traumatic story. Now, what, what did she pass away from? Was it a sickness or illness or? Yeah, she actually um, had the flu, and then the flu turned into pneumonia. Um, I had saw her on a Sunday before traveling for a trip, and within a week's time, um, she had passed away. Uh, so I saw her right before I left for that trip, and we were talking about a vacation, And, um, you know, little did I know that would be my last time seeing her. Um, One of the things that I can say is a lot of what I am doing now is definitely inspired by her. And that is why I wanted to blog and to use my story to encourage others. I believe that no matter what we go through, we might have to look a little harder at times, but there is something positive that will come out of it if we allow ourselves to see it. Wow, that is a great, great message. That is great. Now, you just released a book, an ebook. Can we talk about the ebook? Um, you know, how was that journey, right? Is this your first book, first of all, that you've written? Is this your first book? Correct. Correct. Uh, okay. So tell us about your ebook. Like, what made you want to write an ebook? Why an ebook? And how did you publish it? And talk about that journey. Sure. What I found is when I was going through my journey, um, I was I always have been the type of person to look for others that could relate. And so I would find uh, different people to connect through through church. And what I would 
hear each time someone shared that story was grief actually looked different to each person. And I wanted to create something where people could have an opportunity to read and see the stages of grief that you would possibly go through, that grief looks different for everyone. Um, I had, for some reason, this magic, once I hit this one-year mark, things would be better. Um, And what I found is, you know, you continue to heal from that, but you never know what will spark that grief to come through again. And so I wanted to create something to share with other people that, um, you know, what you're going through, you're not alone. Here are some of the things that I've experienced and also provide some practical examples of ways to help an individual get through that process. Uh, I'm excited. It is my first ebook uh, that I've written. And uh, I, again, I use the story to provide hope to someone else, take my experience to share that as well. Oh, wow. Congrats. Now, what is the name of the book and where can people buy it or get it? It's actually, if you can text anyone that's listening, feel free to send a text to 22828 and text the word grief. Uh, once you supply me with your email address, the book is free. I did this, uh, my first ebook. I wanted to prov- give it away free. I think grief is definitely something that um, we don't always talk about. And grief doesn't have to be just the death of a family member. That could be the loss of a job. That could be someone in your family, uh, you know, their health changes, and that makes adjustments for you. If you have recently gone through a divorce, grief is a wide range of things. And so if anyone has experienced any of those things, I want to give this to you free. And, again, you can just text uh, 228-28. Text the word grief, and I will send you a copy of my ebook. And the title of the book is Grief. I love it. We got to post that. We got to post that 22828. Now, how did you get that number? Like, what was the process in getting that number? Because another thing about our show, women and moms listen, and they're all entrepreneurs. And I like the idea of texting because everybody has a phone. How did you get the, what's the process of getting the text so that people could actually text 22828 and the word grief? That's a cute idea. I love it. It's part of the uh, plan that I have with uh, the website that I have. I have the ability to also, um, through staying in contact with customers, to be able to provide text. We are all super busy, and so I definitely want to make things as convenient as possible for individuals. So uh, there are ways to email, but I also thought, you know, uh, we all get busy, and text would be a great way as well. And so it's a part of uh, what I'm able to provide to make it convenient for others. I love it. We're going to post that on our page because I know, like I said, um, a couple of people have lost, whether it was a dad, um, a sister, like I said, the lady that was on our show, actually. Um, And so this, a son, a daughter, I mean, with all that's going on in the world, people are grieving. And I think this book is very timely. Um, So we'll put this on our Facebook as well um, so you can get a free book. Now, how many pages is the book? The book is going to be 15 pages, and um, 
individuals. So it's a really quick read. It'll give you steps uh, on different things that you can do, whether it's connecting with the support group, ways to even take care of yourself, because often we forget about ourselves um, when tragedy strikes. And, I don't, you know, if you've ever flown anywhere, usually in an emergency, they tell you to take the oxygen mask and put it on yourself first so you can help someone else. And that's what, um, you know, this is talking about as well, those ways that you also have to continue to take care of yourself. That is very, very true. I love this. So what's your plan with your, with your website? Now, did you post on Amazon? Is your book on Amazon or is it strictly through this website that you use? It's strictly through uh, the website I use and currently, okay. again, through texting. So there is a featured blog uh, that was actually last week where uh, I share a little bit about my story with my sister, and that ebook is on there as well, um, but also texting me at that 22828 number and text the word grief. Okay, I love it. Yeah, a lot of people might want to text, and then some people like to, you know, go to the website and download it and stuff like that. So they have that option if they want to. Correct. And I would love for them to view the website as well. Again, I, you know, there is a place on there. I know I tell people all the time we each have a story, and I think we find hope and healing when we are when we connect with each other's stories, again, we always find that we're not alone. And so there's a place there where I encourage you to share your story as well. I like it. And the website is www.exposedonline.org. And I love the fact that you, so somebody if they're, if they're listening can send in their story. And what do you do with that story? Like, because a lot of people might say, "I don't want my real name," you know, "I don't want, I don't want people to know my drama," you know. So, what do you do with the story? And do, does the person's real name have to be there? What I'll do is use the story uh, with the individual's permission um, it to be a feature on the blog. They would have a featured story there, and they do not have to use their name. Um, it could be anonymous as well. If they feel comfortable doing it, I definitely encourage that. And if they don't, it can be anonymous. I like it. This is so neat. You know, just the fact of writing and sharing your story kind of helps you. Like you said, the journaling, it really, really helps. We are on live talking with Erica about grief and about exposed and sharing our story in an effort of healing and hope. Now, speaking of grief, um, what are some ways, let's say someone has been through something very, very tragic, what are some simple things that maybe you did or they can do to to start the healing process? I know for me, uh, journaling was definitely one. Another thing that I did um, that I found very helpful to me was to color. You know, they now have adult coloring books, and um, but I did buy a kid's coloring book. I'll be the first to tell you that. And I just took some time and I would <laughs> color. You know, I was just... Uh, color, a, a beautiful picture, or there was a time also where I just wrote all the wonderful things that um, I wanted to remember about my sister. My nephew and I did that together, and uh, that was helpful, as well as I have a wonderful 
a support system through my family and friends, and uh, that was a helpful process as well, being able to open up and talk to them as well. And I like the fact that you colored with with your nephew because that must have been traumatic for him to lose a mom at 17. That that must have been really traumatic. How how did he heal? Did he use the same process that you used to heal? Uh, our process was a little different. There was a, a period where he uh, did not want to express himself, and over time, without pushing him, he was able to eventually talk about it um, with us, uh, myself and my mother and our family. And then there were uh, things that he did with his friends, you know, whether that was like go on a vacation, things like that to help him deal with it as well. And he is a writer himself, so he enjoys writing music. And that was a way for him to express how he felt. And that's important, I think, because kids, grieve differently than adults. I know in the news we saw, um, um, what's his name, Alton Sterling's son, and he was just crying hysterically, you know, I want my father, I want my father. And I thought about when I was watching the replay, I was like, wow, you know, he's really grieving. You know, he's doing it publicly. He's doing it differently than the mother who had to be very strong as she was, delivering the um, the press conference update or whatever. But it was still, everybody was grieving, and you could see that. So that that's important to, to note that children might grieve a little bit differently. Right. And one of the things also, you know, he did go to counseling uh, for uh, a period of time because, as you said, definitely being that age, you know, in high school, that was a traumatic uh, change for him. And he had to adjust now, you know, coming to live with me and adjusting to, you know, my family and our life. And so there was a period that uh, he attended counseling, which definitely I would encourage that to anyone, you know, whether it's in your church or a licensed counselor, because there are times that we can get stuck and we, we can't do it on our own. Yes, yes. How were your kids, um, your kids? How was they when you said, "Hey, we're gonna have a new person in the house"? You know, how was their re- what was their reaction like, and how did you share the share the news to your children? Uh, my son, um, who is now 22, uh, it was definitely adjustment for him. He is my only child, and he is used to being by himself. And so there were periods that he and how he and I would continue to have a conversation about, um, you know what we needed to change in the house and why we needed to change them. And I would openly listen to him because there were things that I felt, you know, should happen a certain way. And after this talking situation through with my son, he would help me. Totally two different people, Um, but we find those things that they have in common and family is, definitely one of those and so you know we find ways to to connect and and for my son he was very extremely close with my sister and so um when he found out uh, he was at the house and uh, my mom and I were at the house at that time and when we he came in and we shared the news with him and of course you know he was shocked and so we've all had to 
deal with it, and we have in different ways, but we always draw back to each other, and that is the number one thing I would encourage people, to make sure you have a great support system, whether that's family, friends, or, you know, individuals in your community that you can go to. Having that support system is, is key as well. It's key as well. We are chatting with Erica Green-Smith. She's the founder of Exposed, Hope and Inspiration. Um, And we're just talking about, you know, how important it is to have a support system. Now, for those people, and, of course, the world we live in, I know there's somebody out there who might not have anybody to turn to. You're blessed that you had a sister and, you know, a family member, a son, what about those people that have nobody, you know, what do you recommend they do? I would encourage them to look for organizations or uh, churches in their area that have a grieving, a grief support group. There are a lot of those I discovered during this time um, that are willing. You don't have to necessarily be a member there, or you can go and decide if you like it or not. But what I can say is once you get around a community of people that have been through that same thing and understand, you might find that you really uh, need that. And so there are a lot of support groups out there, and I would look into those as well. Now, how do you share, you personally, how do you share the word about Exposed, and how do you reach people so they know that they can share their story in a safe environment? I reach people through um, email. I reach people through uh, also, you know, Facebook. Uh, Through social media is a great way to reach individuals as well. So I believe you have my Facebook page as well therefore exposed if anyone needs that information is we are exposing um and that is how you can find us on facebook but through social media and word of mouth uh, what i've found is you know once you start sharing with people uh they'll pass if it's something they believe in they'll definitely pass that information along and at the end of the day we all need hope I don't care who you are, what you're doing, or what you've gone through. When you know that, uh, you know, you can get a word of encouragement, people tend to find it, uh, you know, try to figure out where that's at and draw to that as well. And so word of mouth has been great as well. I love it. And one of the things I think, and I'll get your your opinion, um, you know, I love one of your blog posts. I think it was about not giving up. And, you know, yesterday I saw the movie. I saw the movie with my family finding Dory, and it was about not giving up. Do you think or what is one piece of advice that you wish you, somebody had told you, you know, or somebody had said about trauma and pain that you know now that you didn't know when it first happened? Believe it or not, um, I think if someone would have said we all go through it, I, for some reason, uh, you know, especially being younger in my teen years, you hear about people going through different things, but until you actually experience it, you see how real it is, and we all go through it. Again, you know, I said previously that everyone has a story, and if someone would have told me that a long time ago, I would have been blogging and talking a long time ago. <laughs> Everyone has a story. You are so right. You are 
that to me, besides don't give up, because I always tell my girls, don't give up, don't quit. But everybody, everybody has a story. You know, everybody um, has, has a story. I think this is great. We are live with Erica, and we are talking about Exposed and how you can share your story, your struggles in a, in a safe environment so that healing and, and inspiration can, you know, take over your life. Um, I'm curious, Erica, what is your, your I guess, your long-term goal for Exposed? Um, are you trying to reach, you know, the masses? Like, what do you hope? Are you just trying to bring a legacy for your sister? What is your long-term goal for, for your blog and, and what you're trying to do with Exposed? Sure. Long term, um, I plan to continue exactly what I'm doing. And Exposed was uh, birthed out of helping one person at a time with one story at a time. And I'll continue to do that. Um, and if that eventually is the masses, then I will, you know, feel like I definitely have accomplished my goal. I also want to long term create um, um, resources, continue to write books and create resources that will help people uh, along the way and do local things in the community, uh, whether it's leadership courses, seminars, things like that to give also hands-on, you know, experience and um, examples of to people who, uh, who need those things. Yeah. Now, I was reading some of your blogs, and you know what, I really – I really like them. You know, I can relate to a lot of the things, but I wanted to ask you, is, do you have, from an educational um, standpoint, whether it's counseling or – because a lot of your blogs, I'm like, wow, they are really good. So what's your educational background? Yes, I have uh, some college. I went to Grambling State University. I have a lot of leadership experience. I will tell you that I have – been in leadership for over 17 years, interacting with people. And from the very beginning, I have always had a heart for people. And relating to people in those leadership roles, I've had to meet people where they're at. And um, what I would always find, again, is everyone had a story. And through those experiences, and a lot of, uh, you know, trial and error on my part, you know, I've had to, to grow and learn. And through that, I've been able to experience different things. And, and those blogs you're reading, they are, you know, real stories and things that I've experienced and have learned or either uh, given the opportunity to learn. Wow. Now, we're going to talk about a subject that's very, and I always preference it because it's a very um, tough subject to talk about, and that's sexual abuse. Now, when I was reading your blog, you mentioned that as a child, you were abused as a child. Now, before I continue, I wanted to, because I know in this world that we live in, you never know who's listening and who has been abused or who was an abuser or whatever, um, is that something you're okay to speak about? Um, are you, or do you feel like you're, you're healed from that process, from that, um, that happened as a child? Correct. I actually am uh, free to talk about it. I'm okay to talk about it. And I believe that um, what I've discovered is healing is a journey uh, from that abuse. I have learned, I used to think, 
oh, I will just one day automatically be different. And what I found found out is that it's truly a journey. Uh, each day brings new opportunity, but I am able to talk about it. I'm able to write about it, and I'm able to uh, encourage others uh, through my writing. I love it. Now let's talk about a couple of questions about the abuse. What age was it, and how did it happen? Was it a family member, a mom's boyfriend, which – a lot of times, for those who, for y'all who know me, know my stance on moms and boyfriends. But um, what happened? What happened? Can you share your story? Sure. I was um, at the age of five um, when it started. It was someone that was close uh, to my family, um, uh, and um, it's something that I actually repressed for a while until later in my life when I had a coworker um, give me a book to read. And through that book, it started unraveling some of the, the things that I always questioned. And that kick-started me going to counseling. And through several years of counseling, I was able to work through a lot. And, you know, I always focus on, just like your show, which is what I love, I always focus on the healing and the hope part of it because that's really the ultimate goal um, is to figure out how do you heal from it and move forward and thrive in your life, which I am so thankful to God that I've been able to do that. Praise God. I love it. Now, when, were you able to tell somebody when you were younger and they didn't listen or like how were you how did you get out of that situation? I was actually um not able to uh say anything or I didn't. Let me just say that until a lot later in my life and uh the individual is no longer living and so I was it, it that was how it stopped, but it was something that I held in for such a long time um and kind of carried into my adulthood but, again, have been able to really work through that, find forgiveness in my heart. I believe forgiveness is not for the individual. It's for yourself. And um, share my story to encourage others. You know, as I started looking into it, the statistics are the last what I read was one in four girls and one in six boys. And so if you just kind of, you know, picture a – football stadium full of people and you start counting every fourth girl or every fourth boy, you know that you're not alone. And that was something that gave me the courage and the strength to talk about it with other people. I started to talk about that. People would begin to open up to me. So there again, I saw being vulnerable as something that would kickstart healing, not just continue it for myself, but it would also help others. I love it. And again, I've interviewed a thousand, so many guests. There was another lady who's a, who's a well-known author who came on the show, and, and she um, was giving advice to so y'all about child abuse, and she talked about how it happened to her, and then it happened to her daughter, actually. And she wrote this best-selling book, and she's a well-known PhD. And so she was on our show, so you can search MGM Radio for those who are listening and just listen to her story. But it was kind of similar, um, similar, you know, and she she's kind of healed. Um, or she's healing because, like she said, she said the same thing as you. It's a journey. It's a journey. Well, wow, 
time always, always, always flies. I mean, Erica, I could speak to you all day because um, I love you have such your stories, you know, your honesty, um, and just dealing with trauma. You know, one of the things um, in our last question, couple of questions are about just beating yourself up. You know, a lot of times people just don't give themselves a break. They keep blaming, and it's never, one thing I want to say, it's never the child's fault or even the person's fault who's been abused. Um, But a lot of times we blame ourselves, you know, if I hadn't been here, if I hadn't done that, da-da-da. What can you speak on that? Like, you know, how to move past beating yourself up for what happened to you? Um, You know, I went through that period as well where I blamed myself for it as an adult, Ask myself, was there anything I could have done? And you have to remember, when you're a, a kid and that happens, you are, you know, thinking with a child's mind. And so that's where that blame comes in. Um, and when you're an adult, if you are, you know, speaking for myself, when I didn't deal with it, that just dragged on throughout my adult life. And the reality of it is, after working again with my counselor and working through it, it was never my fault. And just discovering that alone, it, it just changes everything. You know, you see your That's self-worth, right. you know you didn't do anything, and uh, you begin to uh, start healing as well from that. And was it a man that was abusing you or a woman? Uh, a male. Okay, male, but they're dead now. Okay. Um, wow, this has been such a great you know, show, I think your blog, especially people who are listening that want to expose their own story in a space or read about your, your blog, you know, your blogs are just, you just can't stop. <laughs> I love it. Um, you're just reading and, you know, you're like, wow. Um, so, again, share with our listeners the text that they can send to receive a free book um, and then, any other social media contacts that you want them to know about? Sure. Uh, that text, you can text the word grief to 22828 and provide your email address, and I will make sure you get that free ebook. And I'll also add in uh, for the listeners today practical steps. There's a one sheet practical steps that I have as well kind of pulling those things out of the book, and um, I will email you that as well. So, again, text 22828 and text the word grief. You can follow me on uh, Facebook. You will find Erica Green uh, blog. It is Exposed Blog. You can also follow me on Twitter. It's Erica Green Blogger. Um, I would love uh, to stay connected with you as well. Yes, yes. Exposed, again, is an incredible platform for people to share their stories openly, experiencing healing from past traumas, hardships, and support each other on their personal life journey. I think this is a great, um, I just think it's a great platform for people to kind of share and and heal. I love it. Um, Erica, I really, really appreciate you being a guest on MGM Radio. We have learned a lot, and, again, thank you so much. 
Thank you for having me. And if I could leave a word with everyone listening, I would just encourage you, no matter what you are going through, never lose hope. Never lose hope. Just take one day at a time, celebrate the small victories, and never lose hope because eventually it changes. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Erica, so, so much. Well, we've wrapped up another MGM Radio. Again, we had um, our guest, Erica Green-Smith, and we're going to post about um, the text message on our Facebook page as well as our, our other um, page so that you can get the free ebook. I'm going to text because I love it. I, I think it's, gonna, it's a great read, and um, like you said, 15, about 15 pages. So, again, please visit exposedonline.org. Share your story, or if you don't have a story, maybe share the link with a friend. Um, again, we're, we continue to pray for our nation and pray for healing for our nation. Um, and we'll be back with another MGM Radio. So please make sure you follow us on Blog Talk Radio. MGM Radio, just click the button follow, and you can follow our show, as well as on Instagram at MyGoodNanny and at Dare to Aspire. All right, and that's C-A-R-E, the number two, Aspire.com. Have a great Monday, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye.